Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Jags podcast. This is episode. It's actually episode number eighty nine. Eighty nine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how we got to that number, but if you haven't noticed, if you're not watching this live on YouTube, Joey's back. I am back, baby. How's it going, Joey? I'm doing good, man. I had a lot of stuff going on, and you know what? I'm back, committed. Everything's like equal now, so I'm excited. Hey, man. The Jags. They took a couple weeks off too. So I mean, honestly, it uh, worked out pretty honestly, well. The whole reason I hadn't showed up is because I did not want to put my input on on Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> so I'm good now. He's gone. Now I'm back. So I I know everyone has an opinion, and we've talked till we're blue in the face. But what is your opinion on Jalen Ramsey? My Real quick, Jalen Ramsey was he's a fantastic player. He didn't want to be here, and he's a complete lying punk face, man. <laughs> I mean, dude, he handled that as badly as somebody could handle it. That's the true. Whole, the whole about my teammates, the whole love Jacksonville. Hey, I appreciate that, man, but you don't... I don't think he faked a back injury. His back hurts. Could have played, obviously. No, he faked it. He balled out he this faked week it. for the LA. So, I mean... He faked it. I mean, it wasn't about that. Jalen just come out and say, dude, I don't want to be in Jacksonville. I want to be in a bigger market. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't like the front office. Cool, bro. Yeah, well... I think you're right, but... He I didn't handle it well, man. Yeah. We, There need to be more. I can redo that. I'd love to say it again. Uh, no, you're good now. Okay. You're good. So we're sitting here and uh, if you haven't yet followed us on Twitter, we're at another Jags pod and we're on Facebook and Instagram at another Jags pod cast as well. I've been posting on Instagram, like just video cutups because I've noticed a good response from that. Always. So check us out on Instagram. The Jags beat the Bengals. And we put out on Twitter y'all's thoughts. We're going to get to that in a second. Thank you for those comments and questions on Twitter. But the Bengals are pretty bad, right? The Bengals are awful. <laughs> like, nothing felt good about this week. It, like, going into the game, I was like, I didn't hate this position because if we win, we should win. And if we lose, then we're a laughing stock. It was almost like a trap game because yeah. it was a must win. We should win. And then at halftime, you're like, ah. <laughs> but. They pulled it out, man. I mean, they showed up. They did yeah. what they had to do. But, yeah, you can't really be, like, excited after that, right? It was, no. like, the, like, the worst win ever. It was almost like you were disappointed with a win. Yeah, I mean, they, they ended up opening it up in the fourth quarter. I think they won the fourth quarter 18-7. to seven. But, man, that first half was terrible. 
I mean, a lot of people forget that Minshew in like the first drive of the game threw a ball that should have been intercepted inside the red zone. It was actually two by that same DV. Yeah, number twenty-three, whatever yeah. his name is. But there, like, we probably should have came away with zero points a couple times. Yeah, and the red, we, zone, the red zone was horrible. Yeah, I mean that was the drive that Chark was like on the half yard line, went for on fourth down. Like that whole drive just was not good. But hey, we got the win nonetheless, and and happy to hear it. And and the good the good thing is it's not college football. I mean, that's there's, true. There's not votes that go that's into true. how you win or who you win against. A win is a win in the NFL, and it's a win, dude. We're three and four. And it's a road win. Yeah, and it's a road win. Yeah. Exactly. Regardless if they're horrible or not. We did what we were supposed to. We won. <laughs> so you can't like get out your pom-poms, but it's you know business as usual. Keep moving forward. Jets are the same type of deal. Yeah, that's true. Well, let's kick it off with uh, the fans and what y'all think. And we'll start with Shea Jacobs, and he's at Jacobs underscore 11. He said, we've beaten bad teams and lost to good teams. Have to beat the Texans, and after the bye, let Foles come back and do what he does. Come in late in the year and lead a team to a Super Bowl victory. Also, locker room vibe seems to set up for a win streak. They believe more wins are coming. I have to agree with a lot of that. I mean, Minshew's whole job is to come in and get us there at, you know, what? Four and five or five and what? Four, something like that. And that's that's his whole point. If he does that, he's done his job. The kid's played five games. Yeah. And he's got a couple wins in there. I mean, Foles is going to be back. He's practicing this week. And we're going to be right in there if that happens. I mean, Colts are playing well. Texans look decent. Texans look okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that that's promising. Yeah. Do you, so you think Foles comes back as a starter? I absolutely think he does at this point. I mean, I, trust me, I'm a Minshew fan. I think everything he's done is amazing. The guy's super cool. But in games like New Orleans, I mean, against a team like that, I think they had to pull the playbook back a little bit because he's only played five NFL games, man. Yeah. Foles is going to step in in the red zone and in situations to where they can just do what they want to do because he's got that much experience. So it's going to be a completely different situation. Nothing against Minshew, but it's just about the experience. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I think Minshew will be a good quarterback one day. I, absolutely. I think he's a good quarterback yeah, now. He's a quarterback I think now, he has but, the potential but, to be yeah. like a, like a above average, like well above average quarterback. I but mean, Foles has shown us that he's, he's the real deal. Yeah. For no sure. chance. They don't. Plus they're paying him like $50 million this year. So, <laughs> I mean, kind of got to put him in there. All right. This next question is from, the Kenny and he's at KNN THP three. He says, if we really are a team on the rise, we start Minshew the rest of the way and see what we have while we are still in the fight for the playoffs. I agree with this podcast. We'd likely get bounced in the first round. Let the young guys play and let's see what we have. Oh man. I mean, we know what we have in Minshew, which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, at this point he's going to have a good like test case for what he is. And then he's that type of guy. He's, he's, a, he's a mental guy. He's going to pick up stuff from being the backup again at that point. And you go into next season with Foles and a guaranteed guy you know as a backup. I mean, what better situation is that? I mean, it's like New Orleans almost, man, with Bridgewater and Breeze. Yeah, which. But that was kind of unprecedented to have a paid backup like that. And a lot of teams were trying to trade for Bridgewater. Do you think the Jags would trade for Minshew? I hope to God or trade Minshew. don't at this point, man, because we haven't had a good quarterback situation in like 15 years. But Foles could be good. Yeah, he could be. But so. why not hold on to that? That's the whole point of the NFL. you got to have a good quarterback, and we have a really good one and a potentially really good one. Well, if you can flip Minshew for like a second-round pick nah. or a third-round pick. Nah. No, okay. don't do it. Okay. Just hold him on the roster, man. Just wondering. Do you, do you disagree? Um, I don't know. I don't know where I stand. 
I, with what we do with our draft gonna, picks. If we're going to keep Minshew and and keep him on the roster forever, why not just trade Foles next year in the offseason? Well, because Foles is – well, let's see what Foles does when he comes back okay. in because we have no real, like – Okay, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Okay, this next one is from Patrick Jackson, old P-Jack. Good old P-Jack. Got any words for P-Jack? Man, I missed you, buddy. <laughs> He's at Radius underscore Johansson. He says, today was okay without making much more confident for the rest of the season. There are a lot of better teams than the Bengals who would have punished our lack of scoring in the first half today. Couldn't said any better myself. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't get that win against a good team. But they're not a good team, and we got the win. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, the Patriots, I think, were they like 23 points in the first half? 24 points in the first half? Tonight against the Jets? Uh, yeah. I just hope the Patriots beat the living crap out of the Jets tonight physically. Well, it's 24-0 right now at halftime. I'm talking about, like, physically. Like, beat them up. Injuries. Like, you know, because a short week on top of that helps us out on Sunday. Jason Rat, and he's a rat. He's at Rat HCP. He says he's just happy to get a W. Needed one in my life. I agree, man. <laughs> I mean, every win counts, and with what's happened to us as far as Foles going down and the Jalen saga, I mean, the fact that we're three and four right now is pretty amazing. How do you feel about Leonard Fournette? You were a big critic. I, I was. You were a big critic of Leonard Fournette. And I was. He's bounced back this year. He has more than bounced back. He's the guy that he should be and that he's that we all thought he was now. Not, not just on the field, though. Like, Off in the, the locker field. room. Yeah. like. Every facet, there has not been a more night and day transition between a player last year and this year as far as on the field and his personal life than Lorna Fordette. So, you know what, man? I was wrong. I didn't think he could turn it around. Whatever he did, dude, I'm, that guy's our team. I'd be interested to see like how many carries he's had compared to other NFL players in this era. Because every game, for, I mean, since he's been with the Jags, He's getting like close to 30 carries a game yes. when he's he healthy. 31 between catches and carries last week. Yeah. 29 carries for 131 yards. Yeah. 29 carries, man. That's a lot in the that, NFL. That is a workhorse. And that's he, what he is. <laughs> I mean, he like quietly does it. He, like, he didn't seem like he was a guy who ran for 131. Like, you're like, okay, that's a good run, good run, good yeah, run. That second half, man, he controlled the game. Yeah. Everything ran through him. I mean, it yeah. was like, but you're, again, you're going against the Bengals D. They were missing people. and Yeah, but I mean, regardless of that, he, he has done everything that he is supposed to do and tenfold on top of that. I was wrong. I'll admit it. I'd love to hear that, Joey. You know what else I'll admit I was wrong about? Because oh. I don't say this often. Oh, let's I'm, keep it going. I'm going to give Jason some props yes. here. Yes, And this is going to be about Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, man. I said that guy was a garbage quarterback. Yep. He's come in, won every game he started, nine Touchdowns, two interceptions, and over a thousand yards. So hey, he's playing with the Saints, which they're loaded all around. That's true. But I was wrong about Teddy B. That's okay. You know, it's it's. I'm glad you're admitting that. Hey, I'm I'm, admitting. I'll admit when I'm wrong, and that's two two right there. It might be another six was, months before that happens, <laughs> but you know what? There's two right there. I was pounding the drum with get Bridgewater at a at a fraction of the price of Foles, but I, I, I get why they did the Foles thing. It's just man, like if you it, honestly, if you ask me, our offense is very pedestrian yeah like the talent like dj chark I, i'll give you is good leonard fournette i'll give you is good but those are your top two guys on your offense and that's pretty much it and that's it i dude. mean dd stepped like, up this past week because DD stepped shark up. is getting double teamed. we literally don't have a tight end like we literally don't have no, a tight end they, we started two i didn't even, 
I still don't know their names. They they said their names. Yeah, like, Seth the Valve, who was picked up before the season started from the bang, uh, the Browns. I think their guy's name was like Charlotte or something. Like <laughs> I was listening to on the radio coming back from Atlanta soccer. I was like, dude, who? Koyak played. Who? Koyak. Who else besides Koyak that you could name? Valve. Seth the Valve. There was three though. There was a third one because they had a couple. Three Oliver tight end did sets. play. Was it Oliver? Yeah, okay. Oliver did play a little bit, and uh, he. I mean, I saw him out on the field, but he didn't do anything. But yeah, I mean, just as far as like their offensive talent. I think their offensive line is underrated, and I think they will be good once they get it figured out. But it's weird. like I'll say their offensive line is underrated with run blocking. Yeah. Which is what we are, so yeah. that's good. But their yeah. pass blocking, dude, sucks. Dude, I, honestly, when Cam Robinson got hurt and Cedric Obwehi came it in, actually helped. he played better. He did. He played better. And, I, and maybe it's because it was it against he was playing the Bengals. There's yeah, a little bit still, of that. Dude, they, they, they have a pass rush. That's the one thing they yeah. do have. I mean, they, I mean have, they were missing Carlos Dunlap. Yeah. So, oh, Gator boy. I and, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to get too caught up in this game because they... Yeah, it's not a good not a good test study. Right. I mean, I think the, bang, the Bengals had the fourth worst first half point differential, and we were 7-6 at halftime. Yeah, and they have zero rushing yards. And they had the negative two. They literally had under zero, yeah. which is impossible. Yeah, I, I could have gotten two. Mike Wilbraham, and he's at Yorkshire Jags, says, we have to be clinical. That Bengals team is awful, and we should have had 40-plus points. Minshew should have had at least two picks against him, but got away with it. I'm slowly coming around to Nick Foles being brought back in. appreciate what Gardner has done. Maybe a little experience is required. Dude, you cannot say it any better than that. Yeah. I mean, that's dead on. But Minshew's been good, though. Dude, Minshew's like, been fantastic. For a rookie? For a rookie? For a six-round draft pick? Yeah. Dude, he's been fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. But and, there's no question that Foles is coming back. Yeah. Unless he, like has a perfect game against the Jets and he gets the win against in London. I still think he goes to and I still think if Foles he wins the back. next two, you think they bring Foles back I in? I still think they do. If he play if he wins the next two and he plays really well, then the next two you think Foles comes back. I think it takes him winning the next two, three hundred plus yards pass passing and maybe three touchdowns each game with no interceptions, and it'll be a question. Otherwise Foles okay. is coming back. Do you think Minshew could do that? I do. Do you think there's a chance that I think there is a chance yeah. that against the Jets and Houston in London that he could do that? I mean, yeah. that, that's that's what's awesome about him is it's he could do it. Yeah, I don't think he will, but he could. The line looks better. The receiving core looked I mean, really good last week. And there's no guarantee when Foles comes back that he's not going to get hurt again. And that's true too. That's I mean, a solid point. He, they're they're kind of bringing him back quick. It's not as throwing clavicle as the other side, but. He's obviously not going to get hit in practice and like driven into the field, but he gets a hard hit that could snap again, man. Yeah. And if that happens, you know what? We know what we got, and that's good. Well, uh, we got way more coming from the fans' comments and questions. Um, but before we get to that, we do want to take a quick break. We want to let our sponsors get a word in here. A big shout out to those guys that uh, keep this going. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Hang tight, and we'll be right back after this break. All right, welcome back to another Jags podcast. Episode 89, which is for some random reason, we're on 89. <laughs> but if you haven't yet followed us on Twitter, we're at another Jags pod, Facebook, Instagram, another Jags podcast. Make sure you follow us there. I'm joined with Joey tonight. Joey, Jags beat the Bengals. Which again, I'm pumped about, man. <laughs> Feels I mean, good. 
A win is a win. Nothing like seeing Alex Erickson just go for 137. Again, like, I, I was, you know, the Hall of Famer Alex Erickson, you know, eight receptions. But you knew he was going to get his. When you, got a, <laughs> when you got an all pro like Alex Erickson across from you, you know you're going to get his. So. All pro. I mean, like yeah. first team all pro. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I did the same question I had. Where again, I was listening to it on the radio, and like I'd mentioned off camera, <laughs> like I had to pull it up on TuneIn because I was driving, and it was the Bengals like play by play call. <laughs> and so at first I'm like, dude, why are they cheering? That was I was like, oh wait, it's the Bengals guys, <laughs> and they were as excited about Erickson doing something as we are now, not knowing who he was. They're like, hey, finally this guy's done something, dude. He lit us up, man, and nobody's ever heard of him, including their own guys for the most part. So. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. I wonder what odds you could get that Alex Erickson plays for the Patriots next year. He'd probably be a Pro Bowl player <laughs> yeah. for at least three years yeah. until his contract. Oh, he so, will. Tom yeah. Brady was watching. Tom Brady had the day off. He's playing tonight. He was watching that game, going, "Yeah, this is the guy. Yeah, this is the guy for the future yeah. for us." So. Edelman's going to get another three concussions. <laughs> I need Erickson. Yeah, I don't bring Erickson in. All right. Well, this shows about you guys. Um, let's hit what you guys said on YouTube, okay? Because we had some YouTube comments and we wanted to get to those. Um, my bad for missing them. That is your bad. I'm a rookie. Yes. Uh, Jags fan Rick says, seeing what the Patriots are doing to the Jets, I think the Jags should be able to win. Got to stop Le'Veon Bell, though. Look, honestly, if we could stop Joe Mixon, like I know the Bengals' offensive line isn't that good, but Joe Mixon is a better back than Le'Veon Bell. Right now. Right now. Absolutely. Like The problem I have, though, is that the Jets have gotten better every week. Like, they continue to get better. Well, when they got Darnold back, they look significantly better. But besides tonight, I mean, I think they're... But you can't compare anything to the Patriots right now. I mean, like, you look at the entire NFL, and there's the Patriots and everybody else. That's true. 49ers look good, too. They put up nine points on Washington. I had a, I had a buddy put a bet in in <laughs> Vegas. I'm a little bitter about this. So I'm going to throw it out there. I've never made a sports bet in my entire life. I was like, hey, you know, Thursday the spread was like three and a half. I'm like, at Washington, three and a half? There's no way. You know, so Saturday night, I was like, hey, you're in Vegas. Hey, put 50 bucks on San Fran. Driving back on Sunday, I'm like, they won by nine. Awesome. He's like, hey, the spread was 10 and a half at that point. I'm like, how they not score more than nine points? This, this spread was 10 and a half? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's bad. That's why Vegas's lights are super bright. Yeah, that's true. Well, Antonio Riviera says, Foles best his bet. Foles best. Best his best late season. At this point, I'm not sure what the Jags honestly could and couldn't do sometimes. Penalty on defense. They never play together, and the penalties are atrocious. At this point, I'm not sure what that question even means. <laughs> it's not a question. It's a comment. Okay. I, I think he's saying Foles is his best at late in the season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I mean, shaping up to fit perfectly yeah, is like what he's saying. Ideal situation. It's like, you know, two years ago... Cinderella story. I yeah. mean, comes back in and pulls it out. Hopefully. Minshew looks good running, man. He, how, how, did, how did the Bengals not... We're watching the game again. How did the Bengals not keep him in the pocket contained? Do, because, do what the Saints did. Because they're not the Saints, man. The Saints D is like <laughs> look, top three or four in the league. Look at this. They're rushing two guys in the middle. Look at that huge gap that Minshew can just run through. Of course they did, but the Saints had one guy. Whoever that one guy was that had three sacks, that's it, man. Yeah, Cam Jordan. Yeah. Um, Antonio Rivera also says, does Norwell get dumped at the end of the season? I guess it depends on who you ask. I don't think he does. I don't think he does he, either. He's super, he's super overpaid, but there's times like there, he's a couple times in the game where I was like, Oh, nice. Andrew Norwell. And there was other times where I was like, Oh, and again, he's 
way better on run blocking than he is on pass blocking. Yeah. And it's, again, our MO that we are a run first team. Yeah. And if Fournette keeps playing like that, there's yeah. no way to get rid of him because he opens up holes for him. Yeah, and honestly, Norwell flashes. I mean, he Look, he was bad against the Saints, and he was bad uh, the week before that. But honestly, like, you already, you're already paying him. He's yeah. already under contract. You've already guaranteed his money. You're not going to get anybody better. Right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to get much better than him. No. Not a left guard. You know. And I think our, we need other offensive line positions filled before him. But I guess the question should be, is Linder gone next year? Yeah. I'm, that's a, I mean, look. Look at Norwell. He's pulling here. Yeah. He pulls he well. Reads, pulls Giant his, hole. Yeah. Giant hole. Him and Will Richardson do a great job yes. pulling, and they, and they and open they actually up work really well together. Yeah. So, yeah. And there is times he looks atrocious and causes us drives. But there's also, like, like you said, I don't know if there's much of an upgrade out there. No. And they're also, Leonard Fournette's stats, like if you look at him running to the left versus the right, to the left he's averaging like seven yards per carry, and to the right he's averaging like three yards per carry. So there's a reason for that. It's not that he's more comfortable running to the left than the right. It's because the left is blocking better than the right. Jags fan Rick says Darnold is a pick machine tonight. He's at least third turnover, one by fumble and two interceptions. Yeah, the Patriots D is what, like fourth in the league? Uh. Yeah. Something no, like, like first, I think, aren't they? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I think they're really I was trying, to, trying to soften it yeah. a little bit. I mean, yeah, I mean, Darnold's been back for two <laughs> games. He's still kind of a rookie because he's out a bunch last year, too. I mean. We, we got a text that said we misspelled the word defeat in our running header on YouTube. I would say that um, Jason misspelled <laughs> the word defeat because I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Uh, I believe it. it, it look, if if. <laughs> If you, was it D? I have no clue. Or like, no, I probably you, I have hyphen? no clue. I can't see from here. Okay. But uh, if you follow the Twitter, like some people have told us they have um, Twitter notifications. So whenever sure. our podcast tweets, they get a notification nice. saying that we tweeted. Well, they obviously have YouTube notifications yes. as well because we got comments immediately. But you know what they tell me all the time is like, hey, you have a typo. And I'm, Come on, I'm t- I, this is a I, football show. I am not good at proofreading my tweets. I send so many texts and emails a day. I just type them and fire them off without yeah. proofreading. And I get to that habit with the Twitter. But I will be better about proofreading it. I apologize, people. I, I swear I can spell. Like, I can spell. It's not an issue of spelling. Yeah, Jason, you're better than that, man. <laughs> All right, if you're wondering where we're getting these live comments, they're on YouTube. You can watch this episode live on YouTube if you're listening to the podcast. Just search us on YouTube at Another Jags Podcast, and you can watch Joey and me sitting here talking about the Jags. Yeah, and Jason may or may not see the comments. May, I may or may not. Maybe <laughs> say it four or five times. Maybe if I don't, if I don't do it. <laughs> this next comment on Twitter is from Brent Papineau, and he's at Brent Papineau. He says, "What has happened to the offense? The numbers look good, but we played subpar. Wide receivers don't seem to help Minshew like they did before coming back when he's scrambling. Why even try to run Fournette to the right? Was Oliver's number even called? Need to know what we have there." I'd have to agree with the, the running Fournette to the right. I mean, you kind of got to every once in a while to keep the defense on on their toes, but it doesn't work well ever. I mean, I think, dude, defensive coordinators are smart. Like, they're yeah. going to watch tape. I mean, they didn't have any tape on Minshew. They, and a lot of our wide receivers, they didn't even look at probably because they've done nothing up until this. So they've watched the tape. They've kind of figured it out, and it gets harder as the games goes on. And I think that's kind of what's happening. Yeah, I think you're right. There, you you get a tips on guys, and yeah, I think he's a smart enough guy to not show tendencies and things like that. But 
I will say this. I think he though. learned his lesson. I will say this though. It was impressive to finally see it because I mean, Chark's been a stud this year. Like he's been the breakout receiver, and I really thought Didi was going to be based off last year. It was finally good to see the double teams that Chark were getting equal Didi actually having some production. Because I mean, dude, he was a heck of a slot. Like he was the guy last week. I mean, yeah, and and. The trap is to get caught up in stats and numbers. Stats don't tell the story. Look at Taven Bryan. Taven Bryan had his best game. You know that, right? He you did. know Taven Bryan had his best game. If you of the can't year. see my huge grin, it's because Jason's absolutely right. He finally showed up as a pro football player <laughs> again, they which pl- gives us some they, hope. They played the Bengals, nah, but, but it, dude, t- it's something. Yeah, Taven got to be happy up. about his performance because yeah. he like did some stuff. Okay, but anyways, stats. Look, if you look at the the Bengals receiving numbers. Like, like we talked about, Alex Erickson, 137 yards. Auden Tate, 65 yards. Tyler Boyd, 55 yards. That was who I was afraid of. I was afraid. We, we did a poll heading into the game. I was terrified of the DBs versus their receivers. Because I think Auden Tate is a good receiver. He's I think a, Tyler Boyd's a good receiver. Tate's a very good receiver. And look, they got yards, but they couldn't score. Yeah, they were junk yards. Yeah. And they dropped balls in key situations because of pressure on. Dalton, pressure on them. I mean, what about Hayden? DJ Hayden? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's like the, like really the... He stepped up. He, he did. I mean, he, he made up. some like giant... I mean, call him a nickel, but nickel's what, like 90% of the plays at this point? Yeah. I mean, he's a starter at nickel, yeah. and everybody pays attention to the outside DBs, but dude, that guy made the, the fumble, like, dude, he's legit. DJ Hayden, uh, there's, there's a couple guys that I was um, dead wrong about. You had your little apology session earlier. Yeah. There's a couple guys I was dead wrong about. Um, it doesn't happen very often because usually I'm fairly good at evaluating talent. Usually Jason sits on the fence enough to where that's true. Right? Go, you go either I can claim either side. That's true. <laughs> but I was not a big fan of DJ Hayden. To be fair, though, who could have been at like Oakland though? Yeah, and, and when he was at Detroit, a lot of his film came from him playing on the outside. I didn't see one snap him playing in slot. Good point. He has solidified himself as one of the top. Slot defensive backs in the league. I might say these guaranteed. Like these top. He blitzes. He tack- for how undersized he is. He tackles really well. He's in the right spot almost all the time. And he wraps up and he doesn't yeah. get beat. And and look, I I I DJ Hayden has stepped up in the absence of Jalen Ramsey. He saw as an opportunity. Look, Trey Herndon. After the Bengals or after the Broncos game, we all thought that Trey Herndon was going to be the biggest liability on the field. But it, it's not turned out to be the case. Hasn't been. Yeah, and he's been good, and he's yeah. been okay. Ronnie Harrison got himself an interception last week. Yeah, like he's these, got two in the year. Yeah, these you know I mean? defensive backs are coming around, and I was worried about the DBs, the linebackers, the O-line, the receivers, the tight ends, and now I, I have a little more faith in the DBs. I have a little more faith in the linebackers. I have a little more faith in the receivers. I'm still a little worried about the tight end position, though. I'm a lot worried. I mean, I've been saying that for two years now. Yeah, but we haven't had a tight. I mean, think, that's what I'm saying. We, think we back don't. To, we still don't have. Think a tight back end. to last year when Blake Bell was getting snaps yeah. and I mean, and we, things like that. Like we we've, we've never been a team that needs a tight end that's flashy. These guys that can block and you know they they do what they got to do. And I think the O'Shaughnessy injury is going to come back to bite us, man. I mean, he he was making the turn, making the leap, if you want to call it. I don't. We don't have an offensive tight end. I don't think they want one. 
You gotta have one though. I don't I mean, that, you look at the I red look at our red zone situation this past. That's week. true. I mean that's a good point. Does a tight end help you there? That's it a good does, point. It does, man. But then again, if you can't get in on fourth and a half yard, then I don't think tight end's the issue. I don't see why don't they don't put Connolly in that like role. Well, Connolly finally had himself a good game. He did, I mean, but I mean he's a big dude, man. Throw him in there as the tight end on that kind of play and then another yeah, one receiver out if, there. I don't know if he's a good I don't know if he's a good blocker. Go I don't know. I, I like it better when they were bringing in Obwehi as an extra tackle. When they were yeah. when they were doing that in the Broncos game. Um, bringing him as an eligible tackle. I, I liked that. I mean, Fournette, that was his first game. He kind of went wild, and I, I liked that. And uh, obviously they couldn't do that because Cam Robinson got hurt, but we'll see what happens with that. Man, Cam Robinson might have lost his job. Yeah, plus he's hurt, Yeah, in quotation marks. Well, you know those Jaguar trainers <laughs> can't heal a hamstring for some reason. Well, those Alabama trainers. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go have immediate surgery. <laughs> All right, Alex Motes on Twitter, and he is at Lincoln Stofat one says, I'm seeing development. Most losses are within a score of wins. Taven is emerging into a normal 29th overall expected time frame. Fournette, thumbs up. Josh Allen playing most plays. Minshew isn't letting his temporary confidence drop affect him. And Jan is emerging. Plus, we have drafts set or picks. Yeah, I mean, all good points. I mean, Allen's got the most sacks through starting games than any guy in his position in Jaguar history. So, yeah, he's definitely fulfilling his role. That sack he had against the Bengals. Dude, it was a straight, like, beautiful. speed sack. It was just like, no. I'm going to sack you. Yeah, no, I mean, it was like, he was, he was being held. Yeah. And he still got it. Like, it was beautiful. Dude, that guy, no question. I mean, yeah. There's yeah. A que- we're going to get to a question about redrafting this year and would you take Josh Allen? We'll get to that in a second because I have to find it. But I would like that one. All right, let's move find it. Might it for change you. my opinion. We'll see. Let's see here. All right. Um, okay. Still looking. That might be my third thing I was I'll admit I was wrong on because I was not happy immediately when I heard that. Um Okay. I'm just gonna jump to this question because I can't find it and I thought this is where it was, so we'll just <laughs> jump to this one. This was from David Elizondo, and he's at Elizondo David, and he says, I noticed something on the Ngakwe pick six. He bumps into the Bengals running back at the line and immediately knows it's a screen and stops the running back and looks for the ball. 91 didn't just luck out of that ball drop to him. His eyes go straight to the quarterback, then the ball after bumping into the running back. Yeah, that's fantastic because that's 100% what he didn't do last year. I'm like, he was out of position so many times, the wrong angle, the wrong play. I mean, good for him. I asked this question to Mike like a week ago. How would you feel about Ngakwe if in the offseason he got a $100 million contract? By us? Yeah. A horrible contract. Would you be, like, would you be pissed? Very pissed. But that's what everyone wanted. Everybody wanted Ngakwe to get his money. Yeah. And through week six. He had two sacks? Seven. This year? Yeah. Oh, oh including this last game? Yeah. Okay. Has, would he have warranted that contract? And would have fans, would have fans hated him if he was a $100 million guy? I still would have because he, he's yet to show up in a big game. He disappears in games. That's my problem with him is that he's undersized and he... He's a workhorse, and he's I, I, I love him as a player. I love him as a player with the contract they offered him at the beginning of the year. Because, dude, he absolutely disappears in games. And you can't be that guy and get paid that. You can't disappear. Yeah. You're right. I agree. I look, I, I'm a big Josh Allen fan. I think Josh Allen has played himself into a starting spot over Ngakwe. Absolutely. Ngakwe is a great player. And, and everyone wants to say, why not have both? Look. Is there a way to scheme where they're both on the field? Yeah, you could probably get creative. But teams 
like to run a strong side and a weak side defense. And in Gakwe and Josh Allen, they're they're just not but they're just don't they don't fit on the field at the same time together right now. They're both trying to win with speed. They're trying to chase down the run from the backside. You can't have two of those guys. No. You gotta have one guy that can set the edge on the strong side. And yeah, you would want your best players on the field. Now, if we ran some sort of three four where one was a D end and one was an outside linebacker, yeah, we're never but we're not. That. But that's not what we do. That's not what we are. Yeah. We're not. We're not that. So. And again, the problem is, is that why everybody loved Yannick is that he's he's a team guy. Like he works yeah. his butt off. He doesn't. He's not an off field issue. Like he just does everything you're supposed to do. But so does Allen. But he's bigger, faster, stronger, and better. Better instincts. Yeah. I mean, he's just better. Be- better player. Yeah. I mean, after the whole Jalen Ramsey thing, I mean, nobody wants any part of. Any of these why guys. you got bring that back up, man? I don't know. I was I'm still that. bitter, no. Um, Antonio Rivera on YouTube Live says, Minshew hasn't looked the same without Oshak Hennessy. Well, that's, that's a great point. point. Kind of made that 15 yeah. minutes ago. Yeah. And I, and I agree, man. I mean, dude, everyone but the absolute best wide receiver, I'm sorry, quarterbacks, need that dump-off guy. They need that safety net, whether it's a five-yard, seven-yard, a red zone play. And even the best quarterbacks use them like crazy. We don't have that. I mean, somebody's got to be that guy. Yeah, I mean, even the best quarterbacks have good tight ends. Like they do. You think back to those guys, and they they have good tight ends. I found the question about Josh Allen. It's from Rodney Marner, and he's at Rodney underscore Marner. He says, "I have a question. If you go back, do you still take Josh Allen, or do you take someone else in the draft?" I didn't like the pick at the time because again, I wanted us to go somewhere on the offense side of thing because our defense was so good but at this point man no that was that, that was amazing like that guy is a franchise player look i wanted juan taylor at that pick and he ended up being there in the second round which again another stud player so here are the guys that went immediately after the jags just to remind everybody yeah throw it out there because i have a short memory the lions picked the next pick and took tj hawkinson he, he he's been good. He flashed huge. He flashed big. Yeah, again. yeah. The next pick, the Bills picked Ed Oliver. The Steelers picked Devin Bush. The Bengals picked Jonah Williams, who obviously is out for the year. Green Bay Packers picked Rashawn Gary. Miami Dolphins picked Christian Wilkins. There's Dwayne Haskins. There's Brian Burns, Dexter Lawrence, Noah Font, Andre Dillard, Josh Jacobs running back for the Raiders. Montez Sweat. Heck of a pick. I like it. I like Josh Allen. I'll take Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. I think Josh Allen's going to be the best player in the draft. Yeah. Unless, look, I can see Daniel Jones popping off. He's, he's, he's shown I, that. Yeah, I can see him popping I off. I thought that guy was going to be an absolute dumpster fire. Yeah. And he's shown he, he's, he's got something. Yeah, so, but. um, But no, that, 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 that was the pick. Like, they nailed it. Yeah, no, they did. They did. And, and the first. Admittedly, we were both kind of like. Dude, we were like blown they away. Because he wasn't on our radar. Yeah. And it's still. Weird because we again we already just talked about how do, how are they going to work in and Gakwe and Allen together? It's weird. Well, they don't need to. They free up a bunch of cap space by not paying in Gakwe yeah. and they use that to pay other guys. Man, yeah, I mean, it, 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 that's what's yeah. that's what's going to happen. Yeah, and it's going to make a lot of people mad, but it's going to happen. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's you know part of football. You got to manage your cap salary, and the teams that do it the best end up winning. You know, the team the teams that know when to get rid of players end up being. I mean, you can't complain about no tight ends, a uh, somewhat maybe decent offensive line, the receiving core not being studdish, linebackers, lack of depth, and then 
re-sign two of the same guys. Yeah. Then pay Ngakwe a bajillion dollars when you got to pay. It, you just can't do that. Yeah. Well, uh, I think this is a good time for our third and or our second and final break. Got to pay the so, sponsors. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to let them get a quick word in here. Um, I've lost track of who the sponsors are at this point. Um, I mean, it's been a while for me, but last time around, it was my bookie. I, I think and, my uh, bookie's still involved. Uh, uh, honestly, I'm pretty sure that's where we got the extra 26 cents on our last <laughs> from our ad. Was I downloaded the app and put our name in there? Uh, I, I'm not, I honestly think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, because there is a chance. Like, where'd you hear of us? And I put our podcast in there. And yeah. I like that. I mean, so, d- I mean 26 cents it. times like 100. That yeah, that, that's some dollars. So yeah, if you're listening out there, make sure to. Uh, support our sponsors look if you can listen you can watch us on youtube live um if you want you can also listen to us on itunes spotify soundcloud look we've done a lot of changing recently like basically just for the fans to know we basically got bought out by a couple different podcast people I get pulled in different directions so i have no idea where we even are syndicated where our ads are no idea. But it's YouTube, a great place to be. YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, iTunes. I don't do Twitter. anything anymore. We just record. We just record now. Record and it goes in and every it direction. goes into the introverse. It does. Interwebs. It's called the iNet. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we're taking one more quick break. We're gonna hit a couple more questions, and uh, who knows how segment three will go. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to another Jags podcast. We are talking about the Bengals. We're talking about the upcoming game against the Jets. We're talking about how the Jags look. We're getting your questions, your comments, all those sorts of things. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all our social medias. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel so you can get the alerts when we are live. All right, heading back to your Twitter questions. And you guys were pretty opinionated after this last game against the Bengals, which we won. No toes down, and they're at no toes down. Says, has Fournette developed better vision, or are the holes he's running through obvious? I think he's matured a bit. I mean, he definitely, he started off the season with, like, the happy feet, the trying to dance around and not be him. But I think at this point, like, he's kind of waiting for the holes, and then he's power running through them. Like, he's running downhill again and wanting to light people up. I think more than anything, it looks like, dude, He's back to him like, I'm going to run over you. Nobody wants to tackle him first. Yeah. And I think that's the major difference. I mean, there, there might be some more holes. I mean, I'm sure an occasion there is, but it's more of him just powering through is what I see. I know he's getting the same volume as carries as he always does, but he seems to be more influential in the pass game. And they're oh, yeah, giving him the ball too. in space. And since he's slimmed down a little bit, he's able to make players miss in space, which is something that he hasn't done ever and and again kind of like no toes down said he's seeing the lanes better and he's 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 feeling thinner you can you can see at times he forgets that he's like slimmed down he thinks he's still at lsu back and tries to run through it still works most of the time yeah it can still work but i would say this though like you could compare him to mccaffrey honestly as far as yards from scrimmage i mean mccaffrey is obviously better at the pass game but their numbers are pretty similar I wish Fournette could line up in the slot and run a quick out and just catch it and 
He's not you that know, guy. I know that's what McCaffrey is. But you know, McCaffrey can get out there and just like dominate coming, from anywhere on the field. But coming into the to the Jags, nobody thought he could catch out of the backfield at all because yeah, he never did true. it in college. So yeah. I mean, it, it, his, his he's matured a lot. Antonio Rivera wants to know: Is it possible to get rid of that boat jersey on the wall? No, hard no, hard no. Um, look, I understand people aren't happy with Blake, but when we reflect on Bortles in the next 10, 20 years, it's going to be nothing but good memories, I think. Especially when golf goes down with an injury this year and Ramsey has to play with Bortles again. <laughs> it's going to be the greatest moment of my life. Look, we had to take the Jalen jersey down. We had a Jalen jersey. We had to take the Ramsey jersey down, which Dude, was sad. The boat left on good terms. Yeah, man. look. He gave us everything he had. It wasn't his problem. <laughs> he got drafted did, out of his like, did realm. Did Blake Bortles fake a back injury no. demand to be traded? Blake and then, Played yeah, with a broke exactly, arm. Exactly, exactly. It's DC's fault. At a, it's not Blake's fault. Is it his fault he got drafted early? Exactly. Got, look, come on. You can't yeah. blame Blake for that. Come on now. Blake's welcome here anytime he wants. Absolutely. He's the guy. Everyone loves Blake. Every, like In the national media, dude, fan, every fan base likes he Blake He gave Bortles. us the greatest season we've had in, since. Exactly. exactly. And, that, and they wore those jerseys. And they wore that color. There you and, go. The, and that's why we're So again, wrestling. answer is no. Yeah. I agree. Nolan Harmon, and he's at nharm1, says, Jags will be five and four heading into the bye. We'll make the wild card game at ten and six. I think that's very possible. I don't think so, but I would love that. I don't think it'd be ten and six, but <laughs> like, I would love it, dude. I, I would, think we I, could I, probably I would, win the division look, less than that, but I don't know. Look, I picked them to go ten and six at the beginning of the year. I said eight and eight, so I, I was optimistic, and I hope it still happens. And Nolan, if they do, uh, I'm I'm giving you credit, yeah. no doubt about it. Keith Caparelli disagrees with that projection, and he's at Keith Caparelli, and he says. I think the team finishes nine and seven and just misses a wild card spot. Still too inconsistent game to game, and penalties will continue to haunt us. Why you got to be so realistic, man? That's it. I think I, I dude, honestly nine seven nine seven. I'd be ecstatic yeah. about. <laughs> that's a good pick. I mean, that's oh. that's it. Nick Warren and and he's at Nick Warren thirty two says a little bit of yikes in the first half, but a lot of yeehaw in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> where's where's he from? Um, okay, let's see here. Let's click on his name here, and we'll just get a quick guess. It says his bio is on Jaw. This is his bio, and his picture is him on the beach with another dude. Wow! Yikes and yeehaw. Um, <laughs> I mean, but that's dead on. The first half. I mean, but that's kind of been that way for a, a lot of it. I mean, Denver game was the same way. I mean, it's like slow starts. Looked like we're feeling the pressure of everything, and then the second half you come in and ball. So I mean, is that coaching? Like, are we making like halftime adjustments? Is it? Is it? It's got to be right. I mean, I have also noticed the fact that they come out super sluggish every game. Yeah, so I'm saying like we 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 do not come out hot ever. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it's play calling. Maybe it's being conservative to start with and trying to not make mistakes. And you got to open it up when you're down. But whatever. I mean, it is what it is. That's yeah, that's a good point. You come out trying to be conservative, not turn the ball over. Yeah. Minshew's done a good job not turning the ball over. He's had his fumbles, but Which, I mean, as far as he's getting rocked and he can't see yeah, it, I but mean, he's not throwing stupid balls over yeah. the field. He doesn't make bad decisions for the most part. That's for sure. And we always talked about if we had a quarterback that would just manage the game and not turn the ball over and give our defense a chance to win, that we would be in every game. And here we, we are been. in every game. Yeah, absolutely. Every game. And that's the exciting part about it. I mean, you look at the games we lost and hey, <laughs> could have, should have, would have, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's, we were in every single game except for the KC game and you know what? I mean, it's KC at their prime. Yeah, and the Saints game got a little away from us there at the end. But yeah. Saints, again, are a good team. Texans the Saints are a Super Bowl contender. Absolutely. T- 
Texans were a half yard away from winning. Should have won that one. You know, it's Carolina had a chance to win it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Leon Fletcher, and he's at Leon underscore Fletcher, says, more O-line dominating. We should pick up the best O-lineman in the draft or the second best O-lineman in the draft. Honestly, I have to agree, man. You can't have too many good offensive linemen. No, That's you can't. what I always say. And I mean, by always say, I mean I'm going to start always <laughs> saying. I mean, we got like you said, we got Linder on a contract that's probably going to expire soon. Norwell, we're probably going to cut bait in two years or a year after this year, after next year. So we're looking at two pretty big holes. Who knows what you're getting from Cam Robinson? But, I mean, you got some young guys like Cam, like Juwan. I mean, you got some young talent, too, though. So, I mean, it's... Richardson's look good. Richardson's look great. Now, look, that was another guy that I was like, didn't see a lot on film. And who in the, like, a bajillion years would think rotating your offensive line would work? I mean, it's all about cohesion, right? right. That's what everybody says. It's all about getting to know to play together. Yeah. But it actually works for us to do that. But, yeah, I mean, we, there's no way we can keep Linder and Norwell. I mean, it... I think, dude, yeah, get some beefcakes on offensive line. Yeah, and the teams with the best offensive line always seem to yeah. be the best. It's all about the ditches, man. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, our D-line is stacked for a while. O-line, look, they've put their resources into the defensive and offensive line. They've done they've the tried. formula to win. Yeah. They didn't get the returns on Norwell. They've yet to get returns on Taven Bryan, but they knew it was going to be a while for Taven Bryan. Yeah. Cam Robinson's not really working out. He had the unfortunate knee injury. He's injured again. Yeah. But maybe this is like uh, Alabama snap surgery decisions to get him back on the field. <laughs> Boy, I wish we had those guys, but <laughs> I mean, I agree. I think offensive line, I think you have to go tight end, man. Nobody wants to go tight end early, but just do it. How do you think Hawkinson would have done on this team? He would be a star. Yeah. He'd probably be our second leading receiver at this point. Yeah. It'd be Chark and Hawkinson and then DD with like less catches than he has because Hawkinson. We could always go get Alex Erickson in free agency this year. Apparently, he's the best receiver in the NFL. You didn't hear. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to draft him on a fantasy <laughs> team. I got a waiver in for him right now. <laughs> All right. Well, just real quick before we'll wrap it up. Um, thoughts on the Jets game? Should win, could win, gotta win. What is it? It's a gotta win. It's a should win. But honestly, man, I'm scared because, again, like they're, start, they're starting to put it together. Yeah. I mean, they have some components. Their components are back all together. And they got some weapons. I mean, you know, Bengals can't run the ball on anybody. So, yeah, we look great against the run. But teams that can run the ball, we don't look good against. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Bell is a good runner, and he could light us up. And he can catch the ball out of the backfield as well, which we don't cover well. And you know they're going to try to get Le'Veon going. Absolutely. So, they're going to try that. Look, Robbie Anderson's. you know, he can go off on you randomly. Sam Darnold, you never know what you're getting out of him. The offensive line is not horrible. You know? I still think we win, though, man. I, I think it's like a 21-13 like 13 or something like that. Ugly, yeah. ugly first half, kind of like the Bengals, and we, we pull it out. Yeah. Okay, so if we're sitting at 4-4, four and four, what are your expectations for the rest of the season? I think if we're sitting at 4-4, four and four, we definitely have a shot at the playoffs. Yeah. We're great in England. We're playing Houston, who we almost beat. Yeah, should have. And then Foles is back, and the second half of our schedule is a cakewalk compared to the first half of our schedule. Yeah. I mean, I know we got the Colts twice, but outside of that, dude, we, we're not playing New Orleans. We're not playing Kansas City. So I think we have a good chance at it, man. I think our biggest challenge is just going to be our own division. I mean, the way that Colts and Texans are playing, like we're going to have to really play well and beat them in both of the next games we play with them. 
yeah, we got to at least split with the Colts, and we have to beat the Texans in England. I mean, that, talk about a must-win. That is a must-win. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think we'll do well, though. I think yeah, we'll be fine. We always do. Just stay out of the clubs at 1 o'clock with <sighs> not paying your tab. Well, Barry Church isn't there, so. Good point. All right. Um, thanks, guys, for listening or watching another Jags podcast. We will catch up with you guys later this week. Maybe do a, a little short little mailbag episode. Make sure to hit us up on Twitter if you have questions or comments. Make sure to hit us up on YouTube. Subscribe. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes if you don't mind. We love our five-star rating and we want to keep it there. And remember, guys, this is all about you. So send us with your thoughts. Send us your questions, everything like that. We'll talk about that. Thank you all the interaction we had, YouTube Live, everything. We will see you guys in a couple days. And as always, go Jags. Go Jags.